The Sky Tonight for the week beginning July 18th. With this edition of The Sky Tonight, the sky has changed slightly since last week. Today, we look at the sky for the week beginning Sunday, July 18th. Sunday, July 18th, we have brilliant Venus and ruddy red Mars still well placed in the southwest sky and setting at 9.50 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, following the Sun as it sets at 8.26 p.m. As the two planets set, red supergiant Antares, the heart of the Scorpion, has passed the meridian with Sagittarius becoming well placed to the east on the meridian. The waxing gibbous moon is east of Spica and sets at 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, allowing another four hours to admire and observe the ethereal majesty of the summer Milky Way and galactic center, 25,000 light years distant, under a dark moonless sky. Continuing east, the Great Summer Triangle, the hallmark of the summer sky in the northern hemisphere, is well placed midway up in the east for North America. Following the Milky Way northward from the galactic center, we find this asterism, the Great Summer Triangle, consisting of brilliant blue-white Vega in Lyra, the Harp, blue-white supergiant Deneb in Cygnus, and clear-white Altair and Aquila, the Eagle. Just to the north of Deneb, and visible in a good pair of binoculars on a clear, dark, moonless night, is the North American Nebula, an H2 region or emission nebula shaped like the North American continent and excited to shine by the ultraviolet ionizing radiation from a hot, luminous OB-class binary star close by. These types of stars live short, die young, and are the brightest, most luminous, most massive in the Morgan Keenan stellar classification system, with many of them ending their short lives in spectacular fashion as type 2 core collapse supernovae. We should also mention Sagitta, the arrow, and Volpecula, the little fox, both to the east of Alberio, a beautiful blue-white and gold binary star, the head of Cygnus, its second brightest star, and member of the Northern Cross asterism. To the south and east of the North American Nebula, and east of Aljana, in the Northern Cross, is the Veil Nebula, subtle and faint, and requiring a respectable pair of binoculars or a richest field telescope to see on a clear, dark, moonless night is a supernova remnant still expanding from the stellar explosion over 10,000 years ago. Rising at 9.15 and 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time respectively, Saturn and Jupiter are still low in the southeast and, as it was last week and following the summer triangle, Jupiter and Neptune are in Aquarius with Saturn in Capricorn. The location on the sky of these outer planets hasn't changed much in the intervening week, as their orbital periods, dependent on their distance from the Sun, are measured in multiple Earth years, with Jupiter completing one orbit in 12 years, Saturn in 30, and Neptune completing an orbit in 165 years. Uranus rises at 1245 Eastern Daylight Time, is in Aries, and is flanked on or close to 3 a.m. by the Shimmering Pleiades, or the Seven Sisters to the northeast. Continuing further east, Mercury precedes the Sun, rising at 4.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on the morning of Monday, July 19th, ten minutes later than last week, with red giant Aldebaran, the heart of Taurus to the east and south. Zooming in on Mercury, we take note of its phase, a phenomenon not unlike that of our own moon, caused by the relative location of the observer, 
the object and the source of the illumination. And in both cases, that would be the sun. Since last week, the phase has waxed to a more gibbous phase as the planet moves closer to superior conjunction, the point where it is 180 degrees from our point of view, or behind the sun. With sunrise just over an hour later at 5.40 a.m. on the morning of July 19th, Mercury is well-placed for early risers with over an hour of visibility. Note, with the exception of the Earth and Pluto, all the planets of the solar system are visible during this time period and were presented in this installment of The Sky Tonight.